Happy Monday and welcome back to the podcast. Oh my goodness, this episode, I'm so excited to give to you guys because this has been on the list for a while and is five signs you're having a spiritual awakening. So this is for people who feel like there are things that are happening right now and you want to check that are you actually even having a spiritual awakening or you don't even know what a spiritual awakening even is and I'm going to share all the things today for you to know what it is and also to know whether if you have experienced it yourself or if you are experiencing it currently right this second right now. So without further ado you guys let's begin today's episode. Welcome to your Life Unleashed podcast with me, your host, Clarice Harrison. This podcast is to help you make your one-time offer of a life worth living for. Join me for all things mindset and life transformation where your dreams finally become your reality. Let's unleash your life. So what is a spiritual awakening? It is an experience in which an individual's ego transcends away from the ordinary into a new sense of self, which will hold like a wider sense of truth or reality. Now, breaking that down, I would say it's reaching a higher state of consciousness. And I've been in my spiritual journey now, I want to say for about five years, I 100% have already had my own. (laughs) And what's so special about this is you really do get to see the difference on each side. And the more you become conscious and mindful, things start to change and shift. And this will make complete sense as I go through. So what is a higher state of consciousness? Yeah, it's imagine like you've been looking through a pair of small binoculars for a really long time. And these were given to you, these binoculars were given to you when you were younger. It was a perception, your view on the world. And you're always looking through, but not necessarily you didn't see other things around it. Yeah, there were things that were missed with your consciousness, what you were awakened to. And I feel like having your own spiritual awakening is quite literally putting those binoculars that were given to you down and picking up your very own large widening binoculars where when you look through, you see things differently. You see more things that you never noticed before. You'll see things that you wouldn't necessarily agree with when you were looking in your old binoculars, right? This is a really good metaphor to get an idea of what it's like. And with the big and wider perspective, you get to choose things that you believe. You get to just dictate whether if things are serving you or like all the things. State of consciousness is being highly aware of what suits you. And a lot of people will have an awakening and they'll want to change their job. They'll want to change their identity. They'll want to do all the things because it's something that they were so accumulated to. Like you've got to be this way. You have to be like this. You have to be like that. And then you're like, well, do I? Do I have to be the way that you're saying that I have to be? No, absolutely not. So yeah, (laughs) basically you have all these beliefs and programs that would have been given to you by your parents and caregivers at the time when you were younger and even society, you know, society and your parents would have told you to follow simple things like you have to go to university to get a job. You have to. We did that. So you have to do that. You know, you have the fear of like, I have to go to university to in order to have a good job. But actually, that's not the case. You know, having a bit more of an awakening to the fact that you don't need to go to university to get a good job. You can still get a good job if you don't go to university. Yeah. And there was another one that I don't know if you guys had this. Well, of course you did. Make sure to marry before you have kids. 
oh my god, this was like drummed into me so much when I was younger. Like, you can't have kids. Don't you know? Here's the pill. Don't you? You have to get married first. You have to settle down first. It's a safe, secure way of living. Now you all know that's not the case either. No, you don't. You know, to have a happy lifestyle, you get to choose what that looks like to you. You can have kids before you get married. You can have no kids. You can have kids if you got married. It's not the problem. Like you know, all these societal expectations, right? Those expectations of others that you don't want to displease anyone or upset anyone. So you follow them because it's, you know, it's all you've ever known. So I'm here to tell you it's not. (laughs) Ah, And I had this in my own spiritual awakening, you know, and this is in this, when you say spiritual awakening, a lot of people go, oh my God, it's so woo woo. Um, Honestly, when I found my awakening, my own awakening gave me a sense of peace and the fact that I was able to no longer seek guidance from others, that I was able to seek guidance from myself. It was unlocking my intuition, the answers that were already within me, that I already knew that I wanted and what I wanted to do with my life and who I wanted to become was already there. But it just wasn't unlocked because I was too busy looking through a small pair of binoculars like we all have at this point, right? (laughs) So yeah, here are five ways to know if you have had or currently going through a spiritual awakening. So number one is that you will find yourself to start disassociating yourself from others. So you will find that you want more alone time, okay, to process, right, to process who you are, what the things that you need and want. And you want to be surrounded in your space more. And you do start to honestly question everything. So you question the friendships you have, you question your job, your identity, and it can be really stressful. Like the number one thing that people struggle with the most is honestly finding a factor of overwhelm and maybe a deep sense of sadness, like because you're like, what the fuck has my life been? What the hell have I been doing this entire time? So what you do is you you shut yourself off and you have to try and figure it out by yourself listening to yourself, not what everyone else has to say. It's about coming in inward and like asking those really wonderful questions to yourself. And number two is you can't stand shallow conversations. You know exactly where I'm going with this. Shallow conversations can consist of drama, negativity, which we covered last week's episode. Um, And this is hard. Yeah, shallow conversations like moaning or like Uh, it's like that typical so if when I think of shallow conversations I'm just going back to what like these are like common conversations that used to happen is small talk like the weather you know when someone you go into work and someone says oh my god it's so cold or they'll be like it's too hot and then like you know it's that small conversation starter but they want to moan because everyone else feels that way so it's a good way to like connect right it's not it's boring we don't want to talk about the weather These kind of conversations isn't just around small talk. It can be lack of ambition. People want to talk about other people in a negative way or they'll be talking about, I don't know, TV. Oh my God, did you watch this online last night? Ra, ra, ra. You might want to talk about celebrities and people's lives or like the drama that's going on in the news. So everyone gets really caught up in it all, right? You just seek conversations with different people who maybe have had also their own spiritual awakening who have different views and points and positivity like generally you start to come away from that kind of surrounding and it's not that they're bad people and it's not that these people are like 
negative or small-minded. It's just that you have decided what you're willing to tolerate and what you're not willing to tolerate anymore. There's a difference, yeah? You want to be surrounded by conversations that fill you up, that light you up and that really start to help you create something wonderful out of your life. You're not going to create a wonderful life if you surround yourself with people who want to be dramatic and talk about drama and, and gossip and, you know, it's that's a low vibration. It's not what we're here for. You know, if that suits you, great. You know, that's wonderful. Like, do that and we'll all have our own awakening in our own time. But if you really get triggered and you find conversations to be quite boring and you find yourself to feel quite alone is definitely a sign of a spiritual awakening. Number three, you are more confident in listening to your intuition, also allowing it to guide you. So originally, your mind would have been the one to make those decisions to keep you safe. The mind is the one that really puts down on the intuition. When your mind is so busy and loud, you can't access your intuition. You cannot listen to it. You can't listen to its guidance or what truly serves you. You are too busy listening to that conscious mind, that monkey mind that is trying to keep you safe. Yeah, but when we go through the spiritual awakening, you are now getting more confident in listening to that guidance, that intuition. Instead of the mind taking over, you are able to tune in to what suits you, what guidance is helping you, what feels good to you. You know, your intuition is your higher self speaking through you. Yeah, that's a higher level of consciousness. I always, when I say intuition, it always comes back to my chest. So I feel my intuition in my chest. Some people may feel it in their gut. Some people may feel it in their knee. I don't know. But for me, when I I have to make a decision, I feel the decision already in my body. Before my mind even decides to go, oh, I'm going to use fear and doubt and scarcity to sway your decision making, yeah? And that in itself, you know, with that awakening, you will just listen to that that intuition and then go straight with that, just straight into the intuition side. Number four, you feel more active and are mentally capable. Now, what I mean by this is that you have a new sense of energy. You're awakened, you know exactly what you want, you're listening to your inner guidance, and that is going to vibrate your energy. You feel like you can't sit for five seconds. You've got to do something. You've got to get up. You've got to move your body. You've got to do this thing that's been on your mind. Like, that for me has been huge in my own journey. Like, I'm more active about, you know what, I want to meditate. I want to meditate right now. Whereas previously, before my awakening, I wouldn't see the point. I'd be like, I haven't got time. The excuses come in. But when you start to really step into your power, you're like, you know what? I am capable of doing these things. So when your mental capacity reaches that, so does your physical. Your mind and body are in, are very connected with one another. So as soon as you upgrade the mentality side, that beautiful mindset, your body will follow. You know, that's why I've had so many clients that said to me, like, I always fail at the gym. I get into the gym and I don't want to do certain things. And then I end up leaving because I haven't done a good enough job. And I'm like, where's that coming from? It's not your body that's given up. It's your mind. And there's a wonderful quote here is that your mind will give up before your body. And I love that. And I always think about that when I'm at the gym or when I'm like moving my body and I feel tired and my mind's like, I need to stop. I I just need a breather or like whatever. You're about to finish a set or my mind will say, oh, just go home. You've done like half an hour here. That's enough. Like you can go home now. And it's always short, isn't it? Have you noticed it's always short commentary from the mind? It will just give you short excuses. And you're like, oh yeah, I'm going to interact with that. Like you should just go home now. 
you're tired, you know, like hit snooze, like all simple, short kind of um, excuses to hold you back, which is hilarious, but it allows you to connect deeply, deeply on a way and on a level that you've never had before. And when you are reprogramming, reframing, re-empowering that mindset, the body will need to follow. Like it will want to do things that you have been wanting to do. It's not that you haven't wanted to do these things. Your mind will go, no, there are two voices here as well. A lot of people get confused. You will say, I want to do this. Your mind will go, we haven't got time. I would really like to get outside and do this. Actually, I wanted to cycle more. I'd love to cycle more. Your mind, well, you know, the bike's got a flat tire, so I'm just going to leave it till next week. It gets left over and over again. You don't end up cycling, right? Your mind and body, when upgraded, it's empowered, will go and fix that bike will literally fix the bike and cycle because you have to go cycling because you it feels good to you. You know what feels good to you and you're guided in a deeper way. It has an, a massive impact on your life. Number five, you are craving a new sense of purpose. So just imagine it from a standpoint that when you were younger, you had this idea, right? This is what happened with me. You had this idea of a job that you'd love to do. And as you started testing and finding things out at school, you realized that the thing that you wanted to do might not necessarily actually be the thing that you end up doing. Yeah. How many of you, and I raise my hand here, I'm also (laughs) included in this. You know, you were good at something at school that you may not have necessarily enjoyed, but you were good at. So you head for that thing that you're good at because your grades are outstanding. You're doing amazing. So that must be your purpose. Also, you have people who tell you what your purpose is. This is really hard. And I have so much respect for people who have had this from their parents, where their parents are like, you're going to do this. Like, especially like um, parents who have been like, and carers who have been like business owners, they'll be like, you're leading the business now. I'm a farmer. So you're going to be the next farmer of this business. Like that means that you see it in movies all the time. And it's really common. Your parents or carers will tell you what you are not good at and what you are good at so you believe them right so you go into this job role thinking it's exactly the job that you need to have for the rest of your life because your parents and carers did that in their generation where you've been told you need to go to uni and have a job for 50 years you know and then retire but actually that's not your purpose your purpose is a sense of what feels good yeah a lot of people get this twisted a job is there to help you earn money But if you take note of the fact that you are turning up at this job, if not 80% of your life, 80% of your life is at this job. So if you've listened to all these outer incentives like the parents and carers of society, maybe a uni lecturer told you that you would never be able to do this or you're not very good at this, so therefore you should be this, yeah? And you've listened to that and done those things that those people have told you, but you're now at this job, and you're like, why the fuck am I here? I don't feel intuitively connected. I don't enjoy what I'm doing. I find it incredibly stressful. I'm actually more exhausted from this job than I am energetically lightened up. I hate to say this as well. I love that I'm going into jobs right now, but this is so important. I haven't touched base on this. I think when you work in a job, if you're working with people that you get along with that are really friendly and you're like best mates and you can't wait to go to work, that helps so much with the job that you have. When you have not got connections at work, 
it is really hard to show up in that job role and surround yourself with people who you don't connect with, you don't get, you. there's no like community, that it, is very separate. Yeah, you want to find a job role that not only does it suit your purpose, and what I mean by your purpose is no one else's, like what is it that you want to do in this world? It's not like money is the, the goal, right? I want to be a lawyer because then I make a ton of money. No, that's not intuitively led what what is it that you can do to the world? Yeah? What's the world need? And I'm going to do, for the next episode, I'm actually going to teach you how to find your sense of purpose in the next episode. But this is a really good way to clarify that you struggle to find a sense of purpose. We're not taught this. We are not taught. Number five is the craving of a new sense of purpose. So you might have all of a sudden in this job that you're in now doesn't suit your new identity your new state of consciousness. It might have served you for a time and purpose at the moment, fine. But when you have a new sense of level of consciousness, awakening, whatever, upgrade, life transformation, your old job and the old relationships used to surround yourself by change. And this is what they don't tell you about self-development and mindset work, is that when you elevate yourself, things and people you surround yourself by also just don't suit you anymore yeah it's it's literally like you're you're a size of clothing and then you upgrade and you need the bigger size because you you don't fit the old size anymore there's a new level yeah the saying of new level new devil and it's not a bad thing it just means that you've reached a state of where you are willing to tolerate things or not anymore maybe it doesn't feel good to hang out with that friend that gossips all the time maybe you don't feel aligned with your job because it doesn't define or make you feel happy on a daily basis. And it's not to say that it's all bad. Reaching a higher state of spiritual awakening is positively to you. And this is just me like being completely real and honest with you guys. And it sounds like there are more negatives to having a spiritual awakening than there are good ones. It's really not. If you really consider about the fact that you are able to sit in your own space, you're able to connect to you for things, you come home to you and what you want, that you will be happier. Yeah, you're going to have better conversations. You're going to surround yourself with people that you want to surround yourself by. You're going to be intuitively led by your intuition, which is going to open doors for you. You're going to be more active and mentally capable. So imagine what you're going to bring into your life. And with craving that new sense of purpose, it means that you're about to find something that's going to set your soul on fire for the rest of your life. There are positives, so many positives to having your own spiritual awakening. And like everyone's going to ask me now, how do you even have one? How do you even have one? It's always when you need to move through something like a block or something really awful is going on in your life and you, you are seeking guidance and you start doing things that you wouldn't necessarily would have done, yeah, it's like those new action moves that you start doing that's completely out of your comfort zone, those things are going to help you become more awoke, more conscious to what you actually want out of yourself and your life, amazing, love it, and I feel like there's always so many levels as well, like every time I say yes to a coach, or I'm like diving in further with my spirituality, there's so many new levels that I'm like, where have these levels been? I've I've wanted these for so long and it's all about your divine timing. But my God, do I question, why did I wait as long as I did? Like, it's crazy. Like the level of consciousness I used to be at is definitely not, was I was miserable at that level. 
I was honestly miserable. Those tiny little binoculars did not serve me. Having these huge ones now, I'm able to see the bigger picture. I'm able to see things and goals and be ambitious and do the things that I want. And it's like, yes, because that's what we're here for. That's why we're on this planet. We're not here to play it small. We're not here to do nothing and come home and moan about work and watch Netflix. No, no, we are meant for more. We are capable of more. You have no idea what you are capable of. You are so unbelievably powerful more than you even realise it. So having that awakening, it's not only going to call into that, it's going to change your entire life. You're in for the better. And you're going to look back and go, wow, that was my life. That was my story. That was my movie. I'm so proud of myself. And I've, you know, this was amazing. What an amazing adventure. All these memories and things. You truly went for it. That is having a spiritual awakening. So, whoa. Yeah, so I absolutely loved doing this episode with you guys. So for the next one, I will cover how to find your sense of purpose Um, And I will go into all things of how to awaken to that, how to step into it. I actually cannot wait. So that will be next week's episode, which will be so special. So you already know what's next week's episode. I never show what I'm going to do ahead, but I really want to just let you know that like when you're trying to find your sense of purpose, it can be really hard, really, really hard. So I can't wait to kind of deliver that to you next week. And yeah, until then, I will see you this time next week. Bye. Bye.